You're listening to the DNB Supply Show podcast, your number one resource for living the country lifestyle. This is your host, Matt Breckwald, coming to you from my place in the country to yours. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the DNB Supply Show. This is your host, Matt Breckwald, and it is great to have you with us here again today. Well, I'll tell you what, we've been talking back and forth over at DNB about one thing we want to do on this show, and we'd like to highlight more of our Western heritage. And I started thinking about that, and probably, oh, I don't know, probably the the greatest cowboy that I've ever known is my wife's great uncle. He and his wife owned multiple ranches all throughout the Magic Valley and up into the Wood River Valley back in the 1950s, the 1960s. And at the end of uh, their life, during retirement, he started building sheep wagons or sheep camps, depending on how you refer to those. Vaughn and Marguerite Potter is who I'm talking about, and they were building these wagons down in Wendell, Idaho. And I got to spend a lot of time there talking with Vaughn, looking at the wagons and seeing how he built them, and just always really enjoyed uh, seeing these works of art that were so practical and had so many uses and still do for people who are out in the sheep business and now even for recreationalists and things like that. So I wanted to do an episode to talk all about these wonderful pieces of equipment used throughout the West, especially for sheep herders and other people who needed to sleep out and make camps. Well, I looked at to who we could interview for this show and who we could have on, and I ended up finding Kim and Kathy Vader from right near me in Boise, Idaho, and they own a business called Idaho Sheep Camp Incorporated, and they make, restore, and refurbish sheep wagons and sheep camps, depending on how you refer to them. They've got a great story, and it turns out they actually bought some parts and some pieces from Vaughn and Marguerite when they first got started, and it was my pleasure to meet them and to get to interview them and talk all about this great piece of Western history. So we're going to have them coming on the show for you here in just a few moments. Kim and Kathy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on today. Well, thank you for inviting us. My pleasure. And Kim, welcome to you as well. Yeah, well, thank you. Well, I'm excited to talk to you guys. Uh, I I was thrilled when I decided to look into this topic and, and to talk about sheep wagons to find that somebody just down the road from my farm is actually manufacturing and selling. I mean, you guys have the website you are the go-to in Idaho for, for sheep wagons, so I was excited to speak with you. I wonder if we could start off just by having you just introduce yourselves to us really quick. Uh, Kathy, maybe ladies first, could you just tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what you do? Yeah, my name is Kathy Vader, and Kim and I have been married for 43 years, and we live in Boise, Idaho. We've been here in Boise for 24 years. Well, I'm thrilled to talk to you, and I was talking to you guys off air, but my wife's great uncle and Wendell uh, used to manufacture sheep wagons. He's passed away now, but he and his wife, Marguerite, they manufactured sheep wagons, and my father-in-law has three of them in his barn and Buell, and they've promised one of them to us. So I'm so thrilled and so excited for the day when, when we bring that to CUNA. But uh, I, I love this piece of Western history and, and this piece of artwork, really. I mean, I know it's very functional, and it's, it's had a great function, and it still does for a lot of people that are out trailing sheep 
but really it's it's a piece of artwork and you guys have become engrossed in this so kim let's let me ask you how did you get started doing this what led you guys to start this business and and to start building these these wonderful pieces of artwork well it all started i'm i'm always inclined to build a lot of different unusual things and i have a cousin linda her granddad had one so she wanted a replica so she asked me to build one for her. Mm-hmm. so we did and it was it was really kind of fun to do it we ended up after she got it we built another one and somebody wanted that one uh sold it to him built another and it just kind of progressed on from there and actually turned from a, a small hobby into a full-time business so had you ever been around sheep wagons or anything like that before you built your first one when she first asked us to build a sheep wagon, we'd seen them before, but didn't really have any idea what they were. So when she told us to do it, then we traveled around and Kathy took literally hundreds of photographs mm-hmm. and I took measurements and notes and we really studied them before we started to build them because we wanted them to look as authentic and real as possible. But we also knew with the materials that we had to be a little more creative and use more of uh, the materials that are readily available. Mm-hmm. So we had to use that. We had to blend the two together. And then, Kathy, did you think he was just crazy wanting to build one of these things? Well, when our cousin asked us to build it, yeah, we were both in construction all of our lives. We've both been uh, contractors for almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, I don't know about that. But once we started looking at the wagons and meeting the people and I started photographing, is it became more interesting and interesting. And it's like, okay, the more I learn about it, the more I want to build them. Mm-hmm. And the people that we met with these old wagons that I took photos of, uh, they meant a lot to them. So that really gave me the you know, encouragement to say, okay, maybe there's more to them than than I realize. Now, I've got to ask, you've built how many now over the course of this developing from project to hobby to business? Uh, We've been building wagons now for 12 years, and we have built 85 wagons. 85. But out of that 85, we've done what we call refurbishing. It's not restoring because we do a lot of artistic and have done a lot of uh, restoration for people who had Mm -hmm. old camps. Now, Kim, from the first one you did to number 85, Mm -hmm. have you gotten faster? Have you got better? Oh, we've gotten a lot faster, (laughs) and and I think a lot better. When we think back of the first couple of them we built, it's like, I wish we could kind of do a recall and Uh tweak a couple things. But, you know, based on old original measurements, we were following the plan, but we have kind of rediscovered better techniques and faster techniques. Well, for anybody out there listening who does not know what we're talking about, uh, you can go over to Kim and Kathy's website, idahosheepcamp.com, and you can see uh, photographs and, and information there. But they're wonderful and very, very, very useful uh, wagons. I would love, well, I was telling Kathy on the phone the other day when my wife and I were married, the first night of our marriage, we spent in a sheep wagon uh, in Buell on my father-in-law's property. So that was our that was our honeymoon suite. So I guess it's near and dear to my heart, these things. But tell you what, let's take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, I wonder if you might help us understand 
just the history of these sheep wagons, why we see them around Idaho so much, and just why they're so useful, why they work so well. Sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. For work, play, or a little bit of both this winter, stop by D&B Supply for Wrangler gear. From flannel line jeans to stylish shirts and jackets, fit for the field or a night out, Wrangler has you covered. Established in 1947 with the spirit of courageous individuality, Wrangler apparel is designed to last and look good to boot. With new styles and great fits, it's clothing that wears well no matter what the season or what life throws at it. So stop by your favorite D&B and get covered this winter in Wrangler gear. Know when they say good fences make good neighbors? When you've got Bayland Country gates and panels to really fence your livestock in. Also, when you let your neighbor in on the great deals you can find on Bayland Country at DNB. Made from steel and designed for stamina, Bayland Country gates and panels are tested to match up to robust ranch life. So instead of mending all those fences, round up a whole new one with Bayland Country at DNB Supply. All right. Well, now that we're back, you two, I'd love to ask you about the history of sheep wagons and especially why we see so many in Idaho. And I I believe, Kim, I'm going to defer to you on this question. Okay. As far as the history, it's been kind of interesting in our research throughout the years. We were led to believe, for the most part, that the first uh, sheep wagon came from Wyoming, a place called Sheridan, Wyoming, in about 1880 to 1890. However, Further research, I went back and discovered that the Donner Party, back in about 1848, had a wagon custom designed that for all intents and purposes looks very, very similar to what we consider the modern day sheep wagon, Mm -hmm. even including down to the bed, the benches, the pullout table, and even the little stove. So as far as who actually invented it, I don't know how you could ever lay that on any particular person. Now, why do we have so many in Idaho? reason we have so many sheep wagons in Idaho is I think a lot to do with the terrain. We don't have really, really rough ground. Uh, and these sheep wagons were built to, to cover pretty rough ground anyway. The sheep herders in Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, when they go out into them, they'd stay in them for several months at a time. Now, you'll find in other areas, they relied more on tents and stuff, you know, maybe for your real high mountainous, rugged country like that. Mm -hmm. But for Idaho and our our plains, the sheep wagon was the go-to thing. Now, Kathy, we've got such a great Basque cultural influence here in eastern Oregon and southwestern Idaho. And these sheep wagons have so much to do intermingling with that culture. Have, Have you been contacted by people and have your wagons been featured in events and festivals and things like that? Yeah, the thing that we is really intriguing with uh, starting uh, building our wagons is as we've gone through through the years uh, we started out and met several Basque and that's the wagons we study to try to come up with how we're going to build them and what style we're going to build them Mm -hmm. and they introduced us to other Basque because they're excited about sharing their camp and in 2010 the Basque invited us to the Bass Block, which was awesome. Uh, we brought one of our camps, and there was like five other wagons there, and nobody knew that that was a replica wagon. And they started inviting us to more events, and mm-hmm. then we got invited to High Alti and High Alti again in 2015, and just it's been really, really interesting, but the most interesting thing I love about uh, the Basque and the history is that them sharing it and they're wanting everybody to know 
So the uh, Basque are very proud of their heritage. Yeah, too. yeah. The Basque are very, very proud of their heritage. And the one thing that really uh, brought us closer to them is Kim has an aunt that her parents came and uh, met here in Shoshone, and they both came from Spain and did not know each other. Mm-hmm. And when they came from Spain there, and they met, and they got married, and then he was a sheep herder and became and started his own sheep ranch, and which is amazing. And then my Aunt Gloria introduced us to more history, more stories, and it just amazing people and these wagons not only brought us closer to the bass but they brought us closer to our aunt and her heritage and her children came closer to their heritage and so it's it just did a the wagons are like a, a, a connection for yeah, people yeah to really the sheep wagons from. are a very very big connection mm-hmm. uh and it's very family connected and it's connected us closer to our family and not just the Basque, but our family and our family heritage. Mm-hmm. The Basque themselves, I mean, they're just so exciting. Well, it's, their enthusiasm over their wagons and their culture is really contagious, and you can't help but be enthusiastic f- for your own history and, and mm-hmm. getting deeper into it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and to me, the biggest thing that touched me about is our Aunt Gloria is a very, very quiet, small, tiny lady mm-hmm. that uh, was never really out there, and these wagons opened up her and she went to these Basque events with us and started meeting family and uncles and aunts and she was a cousin of Pete Santarusa and she met with him and had lunch and she had uh, hugged me and thanked me for bringing her back to her heritage and her children to this day are back into their heritage and finding out about their grandparents and and what they've done uh she uh passed away two years ago but she's still dear to our heart very nice well uh there is just so much history and so much heritage tied into them and you can tell that just by the pride that people take into them and how nice of condition people keep them in uh they're they're wonderful pieces of history well i'll tell you what let's take our second break and when we come back i want you to explain to everybody what is involved what accessories come on a sheep wagon or a sheep camp and what is there and how people used them back in the 1800s the early 1900s and still today okay Carhartt makes gear to get you through anything. So DMB Supply offers a wide selection to outfit any day, any task, and any weather. Built to stand the test of time and have your back no matter what comes your way. Carhartt clothing keeps you comfortable all day long. And for extra hard jobs, check out Carhartt Force, the line that wicks sweat, fights odors, releases stains, and works as hard as you do to outlast them all. Get decked out in Carhartt at DNB. At DNB Supply, we know that what's inside counts. That's why we dish out Neutrina's NatureWise Medicated Chick Starter Grower Feed. Neutrina's NatureWise Medicated Chick Starter Feed has an exclusive blend of nutrients to support a chick's immune system and overall health, even preventing coccidiosis. Raise healthy chicks with Neutrina's NatureWise Medicated Chick Starter Feed. Available now at your favorite DNB. All right. Well, Kathy, I want to ask you, now that we're back from the break, about just, and this is probably a silly question, but 
standard features. I sound like I'm a car salesman, but what comes on a sheep wagon? Like if this was if this was 1910, and we were out in the middle of the the Owyhee backcountry trailing sheep on a sheep wagon, what would be on that sheep wagon for the individual who was living in it? Well, the original sheep wagons had were very small. They were only 11 foot three and only about six foot wide. They had just a small twin bed and under the bed was open so they could put whatever storage. Very small little uh, what we'd call kitchen cabinet and they would have what they had call a sheep herder stove. It had a small oven in it and it just took sticks it doesn't take logs because mm-hmm. the sheep herders when they're out there you know they're, they're not out around a bunch of trees especially in idaho so you're just going with sticks they would have a wash pan some put them inside some put them out and that's just to do you know washing and cleaning up very standard the outside might have a couple of uh, boxes just to put storage of food or miscellaneous stuff in the other thing that they use that people don't realize they did all their cooking outside Mm -hmm. and they would use dutch ovens they did a lot of dutch oven cooking and a lot of campfire cooking because some of the uh, sheep herders didn't even sleep in their wagons they slept under their wagons because it was so hot in the summertime Mm -hmm. now all the ones that i've seen have a rounded top kind of a half circle on top rather than a square or something like you would see like in a travel trailer but of course in the in the 1800s and the early 1900s there was no concern about aerodynamics or anything like that so why the rounded top rather than something more square I guess the rounded top is created what they call bows, uh, and they're typically made out of ash. And the reason for that is not just structurally, again, but whatever they had to put on top. And today we put canvas, but they would put whatever they had. And they would also insulate it with everything. And sometimes they would, uh, you know, even use old wool or whatever to do an insulation underneath. Mm-hmm. It just gives them a little bit of room inside. Mm-hmm. And it, and the thing about the old camps is they used whatever they had. And so, you know, today, of course, we have special materials, but them, and they'll make whatever they had, yeah. what they needed out there. And Kim, you wanted to jump in on that? Yeah. Um, the rounded tops, I think that came more into being because it uh, they were much, much more lightweight than a square top that required a lot less material. Mm-hmm. So figured way, way back when they'd used a team of horses to pull them. Mm-hmm. So they'd want everything just as light as possible. So they would they would cover it with whatever they had available back then. Today we're using canvas. And so how how is it weatherproof when you're putting canvas on top? Well, the canvas that we use is a synthetic commercial material. And it's good for, what, 12 years out, outdoors, and it doesn't need to be treated or anything like the regular canvas. Okay. It's an extremely durable, easy to clean and maintain. So like I'm picturing, say, a wall tent uh, that, that you have to apply treatment to to keep it repelling water and keep mm-hmm. water coming off of it. But with the materials you're using, the modern materials, not an issue. just not replace an issue. it every 12 years. If, if that. If that. Okay. Yeah. Now, the canvas on top of a, of a sheep wagon, or I'm going to start calling a sheep camp because I know I'm saying it wrong. I can tell by the... It, it, it goes either way. Okay. Uh, it is stretched very tight. That looks to me like that would be the hardest part of finishing a sheep camp or a sheep wagon. Am I, am I right, or is, is it is an optical illusion? 
Well, the first few we did was a little tricky because you're, you're trying to learn how tight you can stretch it without creating problems. Mm-hmm. But after you do a few of them, you, you kind of get a real feel for it. And it's not like they're extremely tight. It's be more of what I would consider snug. Okay. And you've got some photos that you brought to me and you've got a beautiful calendar you make with all the different wagons that you've built and and thank you for that. But I noticed in one of those photos, there's a wagon in the snow and there had to be a foot and a half to two foot of snow on top of it. So it can really support a load on top of that canvas. Well, that wagon, uh, we do what we call a different type of roof system because we do have a lot of wagons that go into snow country and what we do is typical wagon you had five bows we put 10 bows on that okay we doubled the bows plus uh what we do is we do a canvas liner we insulate it we put a white aluminum and then we put the high-tech canvas and tie it now structurally that gives you a better structure for uh, the camp to be left out all year round in snow country mm-hmm. and another reason that uh, people like that if they live in an area with wildlife such as bear and whatever they don't have an issue with it oh that's interesting so if there are bear the extra bows will actually keep a bear from getting in or at least give you a better chance well, the extra bows and the combination of the aluminum skin okay. that's put on top huh well that's fascinating i never gave that any thought but of course if there's food inside of there and the bear can smell it the possibility yeah it's definitely a possibility and i'm sure if it happened to somebody tomorrow it would not be the first time no and <laughs> and, and the thing of it is is uh the picture that you've seen that wagon is in fairfield and and last year, I didn't put her in, but it actually had three foot of snow, and you couldn't even see the wagon. It was covered. Really? And uh, we went this summer and seen it, and it's, you know, the roof system holds up. And they love their wagon. Yeah, and they love their wagon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's do this. I'm going to take another commercial break. But I would love to hear about uh, your customers, uh, why they're buying them, what they're doing with them. I know you told me you have some people that live in them 100% of the time and, and other uses. So when we come back, let's talk about that. Does that sound okay? That sounds good. In the thick of winter, it's time to think about a thick, full lawn. No, really. At DMB Supply, we plan ahead and carry Scott's Turf Builder Weed and Feed so you can get a head start, too. For a better lawn this spring, limit foot traffic on those brittle leaves of grass. Sharpen your mower blades and schedule lawn feedings by creating reminders on your phone or calendar. Then pick up some Scott's Turf Builder Weed and Feed on your next trip to your favorite DMB Supply. At D&B Supply, we believe happiness comes from the inside out, especially when it comes to our pets. So give them Hill Science Diet for many happy wags and purrs. Using only high-quality ingredients, Hill Science Diet is expertly crafted for lifelong health, with formulas for every age, size, and special nutritional requirements, from joint care, oral health, and weight management. It's the number one choice of vets to feed their pets. Keep your pet happy, go lucky, and pick up Hill Science Diet at D&B. All right. Well, Kim and Kathy, I'm having a blast talking about this, but I have been fascinated with these sheep wagons since the first time I got to crawl inside of one and look at just the the craftsmanship and, and see how they could be used. I wanted to ask you, with all of your customers and people who have purchased sheep wagons from you or had you refurbished sheep wagons, what are they using them for? What is the range, I guess, of, of uses that are people using these for? Well, the range of uses, quite a few people are using them as guest houses. Uh, we've got a, uh, an individual who used one of them as, as a playhouse. 
They're using them as guest houses and uh, studios. Yeah, writer studios. Writer studios. Oh, interesting. Yeah, quite a number of people like to find them very inspirational, listen to them and, and write stories and novels, etc. And then the last couple of years, there have been people starting to purchase them in addition to their bed and breakfast, mm-hmm. which has worked out real well. And then more recently, uh, starting to use them as Airbnbs. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, that's really interesting as well. And the other thing that the, with our new freeway model, they're using them as outfitters and uh, Wyoming Game and Fish bought one that they're using and the reason that they bought it is because they wanted something when they go out in the field that they didn't, the people around them felt more more comfortable. More, being. Yeah, more comfortable being around. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and I got photos of uh, that wagon out in the field and it's neat to see it. And plus he tags bears and that was the roof system because he was in bear country. Oh, I got it. Yeah, obviously it's a conversation starter if you have it out there. So uh-huh. uh, if you want to be interacting with the public, but they're kind of standoffish, maybe because you're involved in law enforcement or something like that, it's a great way to get people to come talk to you. Yeah, which would you rather approach Right. A, a, a government vehicle or a sheep wagon. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Now, you mentioned the freeway model, and I will tell you that I. So, the sheep wagons that I've been exposed to have a pivoting front axle, and when you tow those behind a pickup or something, you got to go really slow. If you go too fast, it's just going to flip over. Mm-hmm. But you've developed it so you can go down at freeway speeds and pull these so people can use them as recreational vehicles, I guess, if they mm-hmm. would like to, right? Yes. Uh, these are built on a custom trailer that uh, gentlemen, uh, Double R Trailers in Napa, him and I came and we designed it together, mm-hmm. and he just builds them for us. And they're a tandem axle type, and they pull really, really well. He, he builds them, and then we pick them up, bring them to our shop, and then we build our, our wagon box and complete it. Yeah, we build directly on his trailer. And the unique thing about it, weight-wise, uh, his trailer is, I mean, has every everything in it. So those trailers, do they have, uh, so they're outfitted with, like, brake lights and things like that, too? They've, they've got absolutely everything you everything. can think on to make them safe in all 50 states, which is another really neat thing about working with him, because we'll get orders from people in different states, mm-hmm. and each state has its own specifications on what's required, and he knows what's required for that state and can add those extra features to that trailer. Really? But when we get them, they're 100% complete, including spare tire and anything you can think of that should be on a trailer. And he is also uh, built, we have two of those in Canada. And of course, you know, Canada has different rules and regulations. Mm -hmm. And he knew Canada's rules and regulations, so he built it to their specs. Very good. Now, I was going to ask you that, but maybe Canada is the answer. But of all the, the wagons or camps that you've built, or refurbished, where is the furthest one away from your shop in Boise? Where is it? That would probably be Maryland. Maryland, Virginia, Texas is probably the farthest. Okay, so all the way across the country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a couple, of course, in Canada. 
Now, the folks who are using these as writing studios, uh, that's fascinating to me. Are they just walking out into their driveway and, and going into their, their sheep camp to write, or are they actually taking it out in some inspirational area in, in public lands that, and sitting out there and writing? Do you know? Well, you know, most of the people who have the writing studios have got it on a piece of ground, uh, probably behind their house or on their acreage, mm-hmm. maybe nestled among some trees if they have them. We did have one guy. He, he lived in his all the time, full time. Mm-hmm. And he would just take and park his in different uh, friends' driveways okay, and, and live in it and do whatever he did and then write. Uh, but for the mm-hmm. most part, they're in people's backyards. Very cool. So let me ask you this. If I was to bring ours from Buell and put it on my property here in Cuna, uh, out by the by the creek or or something like that, I've got a spot in mind. But it was to, it was to sit out there and we were to go enjoy it when we were in the mood to go enjoy it or something like that, or we had friends come over, we could let them stay in it. Mm -hmm. What would we do in terms of taking care of it with uh, birds, with rodents and things like that? A lot. Well, yeah, the thing about your old camp, first of all, I would uh, see what kind of canvas you have. If Mm -hmm. you have the old canvas, that canvas, uh, especially in Idaho, the UV rays and so forth, it would last you just a couple, two to three years. Mm -hmm. It will meld you and it'll have those types issues i would suggest to you to have put on this high-tech canvas the canvas lady that we have used for over 12 years she custom makes all of our canvas and which she is out of napa valley tin canvas and the other thing that i would do you're talking about rodents it's you know rodents will get into houses much less wagons yeah uh, but if you're out in your wagon you know at least once a month or so and you're keeping an eye on it a lot of people that are using our camps especially for guest houses they put them away sometimes for the winter and some of them leave them out all year but they will make sure that you know they're maintaining them they're going through them painting might be another good thing make sure you've got a good quality paint on it and then kathy gets her paint from a local company if you want to explain that yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah sorry well (laughs) you get into you're talking about maintaining your old camp Mm mm-hmm we have our specially color paint that uh, me and a small painting company here in Boise had came up with. And it's called the Paint Store. And he's really good because he has helped me match a lot of paints for old camps like yourself. And what we could do is, you know, take a, a chip off of it, take it into him. And this paint that if you had to repaint it, you you know, you'd never have to paint it again for 15, 16 years. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't use a computer to match his paint. Everything he does is strictly by eye. Really? I mean, this guy's an old master at paint. Yeah, he's he's a specialty in paint. He, If it wasn't for him, especially doing my refurbishing on my old camps, I have taken wheels into him, and we spent hours matching, making sure we have the right type of paint and the right color of paint okay we have to take our final break Uh, when we come back i want to talk about what these are made of what materials you're sourcing to be able to make these and talk a little bit more about kind of what inspired you all to do this okay you wear jeans but you live in levi's at dnb supply we've got a pair to fit you just right iconic and hard-working levi's are legendary Worn by cowboys, rock stars, and everyday people, we carry different washes, styles, and sizes for both men and women. These jeans are ready for anything your day brings, from working outside to a night on the town. 
The denim legacy lives on every time you put them on. So pick up some Levi's at D&B. No matter where work takes you, D&B Supply makes it easy to get the job done with DeWalt FlexVolt Tools. With advanced battery technology, DeWalt FlexVolt Tools gives you the power of freedom to work without cords. For construction, remote job sites, and outdoor projects, the heavy-duty FlexVolt line offers everything from hammer drills to table saws to air compressors and more. So get out there and get to work with DeWalt FlexVolt Power Tools. Available at your favorite D&B Supply. All right. Well, you guys, this has been a thrill. As we go into our last segment, I wanted to ask you about uh, some of the museums that your wagons have found their way to. So where are they on display for people to enjoy around the country? Well, the very first museum uh, that we sent a wagon to was uh, Las Cruces, New Mexico, mm-hmm. and it's called the American Heritage Museum. Uh, that we, d- we did several years ago. Uh, the most recent, just last summer, went to uh, Fort Steele Museum, and they, they wanted a reproduction of an 1880s uh, wagon that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we got the contract for that one, we actually went down to visit them and take pictures of an old original one so we could get the exact measurements and the colors and the style. And we, we actually had to create some of our own hardware because the hardware they had on it was you couldn't buy it. Mm-hmm. So we, we did that project for them. Oh, yeah. And the, the, the one thing I was going to say is in building our wagons that Kim forges all of our metal work. You can't buy it. And so he forges it. Uh, he has a simple little barbecue out back that uh-huh. he does his forging. Uh, so that's like this old wagon he was talking about. We had to make a lot of the hardware because, you you know, you're trying to do a replica. And so you want to make it as close as possible. Mm-hmm. And this Fort Steele is in Wyoming, and another is for in Hagerman Valley. They do have a, a brass sheep, isn't it? Well, let's see. They, they have a, a monument to the sheep herder, and it's what it is. It's a horse with a sheep herder in front of it, and then several sheep all made out of brass. Mm-hmm. And then we did a refurbished wagon. It, it's still an original wagon, but we just refurbished it, and it's sitting there alongside it. Oh, yeah, wow. and that wagon uh, belonged to the uh, sheep rancher that that dedicated this. It was it was off of his ranch. Now, Kim, did you know how to forge steel already, but or was this a skill that you had to pick up to do this? Well, I, I, throughout my life, I've been doing miscellaneous welding and stuff like that, and then you know, it gets to the point if you have to have something and you can't buy it or find it, I've always been taught you make it. So. Yeah. So we figured out how to, and then this is before YouTube. Uh, you just kind of go out and start beating on steel until you get what you want. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's how it started originally. And, you know, the unique thing about building our wagons is Kim and I uh, have been in construction and been married for 43 years. And we've always created and made things that you just can't go down and buy. And it's even with these wagons is the creating uh, is really intriguing. Like I do all the staining and painting, but I make up all of my own stains and paints. And Kim does all the cabinet work and will design something and he'll build it. And to me, that's intriguing. So you can't just go down anywhere and just buy parts for a sheep camp, for a sheep wagon. So where, how do you source your materials and, and where do you get what you need to do this? Some of the materials are special ordered and it, uh, some of them um, we do get locally. 
We, we get local materials absolutely whenever we can. We'd much sooner work with local folks. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that we do have to create. And then we have uh, other craftsmen. We have a gentleman uh, in Montana, Ingalls Coach, which he builds all kinds of unique old wagon parts. And he, if we can't get it and Kim can't make it, he'll make it for us. Mm-hmm. And then we do have some other small craftsmen throughout even Idaho that they make some things that if Kim can't do it, we have small people who just maybe make a piece here and there for us. And like you said, there are things we could purchase, uh, but there's a lot of things you just have to uh, be able to create. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Well, you you both obviously have a passion for this, and it started with the family connection. How has that grown over time for you? The, the building of the wagons... Um because it interests us and interests so many other people, uh, well, there's been wagons that my dad has come down and helped us on, or wagons that my sister and oh cousins and nephews have helped us build wagons, mm-hmm. j- just for the experience of doing it. But the unique thing about uh, how it's created a passion for us is meeting so many different unique people, and they're telling us their stories. And then we also found out our stories about our own family. And Kim's, uh, both of his grandfathers were sheep ranchers and sheared sheep. And his mother even here recently told us a story. And I got a picture that in Hagerman, uh, they used the sheep wagon as a school bus. Hmm. And here they are parked in front of the school. And that was the way that they got back and forth to school. And I thought that was really unique. Yeah, the old photograph shows several wagons that they used to haul the kids. And she remembers as a little girl riding in the sheep wagon is that right yeah and the passion is year by year for me it gets stronger and stronger and i just i love hearing the stories and meeting people and hearing their family stories and and i think about your wagon it, it is a time to start a connection because the kids really remember and that's mm-hmm. that's who's buying our wagons is people whose grandfathers who fathers and they remember and they want a wagon to remember their family by and they want their children to know it and, and enjoy the same experience they had yeah they've had really good memories of being with a granddad and, and the stories the granddad may tell and then we kind of want to pass it on to their kids. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is something to me. It's not us just selling a wagon. It's selling a piece of memory to a family that I know a lot of them will keep. And I'd just like to share one story that we'll all remember. And that is, is we had a, a cowboy from Wyoming who ordered a wagon. And he came to pick it up. And he brought me a gift but he here he's a big cowboy hat cowboy boots everything Mm -hmm. and he wanted to take his boots off and i said no it's your wagon you could walk in and you got to remember he's never seen the wagon until he came to pick it up he walks in and he's this is a six foot two big cowboy and tears are running down his face and i said i didn't do a good job i didn't do what you wanted (laughs) And he said, no, ma'am. He said, I'm sorry. He said, I see my dad and I sitting here drinking coffee. And he said, you don't know what you've done for me. Hmm. 
Wonderful story. And these wagons just touch people's lives, and we become friends. And, you know, he's he's told me how how many of his grandkids has enjoyed the wagon. Well, that's a great story. Great story. Well, I can't think of a better spot to wrap up this interview than with that story. Uh, if people want more information, if they want to see pictures of your wagons or contact you, is your website the best way for them to do that? Yep. You go to our website www.idosheepcamp.com All right. Wonderful. Well, thank you both very much for coming on today and sharing your stories and telling us all about this great piece of of our Western heritage out here in Idaho and in Eastern Oregon. Thank you for inviting us and and letting us share our passion for wagons. Yep, yeah, thank you for inviting us too. Uh, it's been a very interesting experience talking with you. Thank you all for joining us today, and here is to you and your pursuit of the country lifestyle, however you define it. For the DNB Show, I'm Matt Breckwald.